today on Transforming Lives. God and God can touch their lives. A saying of faith. He said one time he was coming from the airport. Actually, he was he was flying, and another lady was coming uh, um, from 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 um, the airport. I mean, she was arriving, and when she saw him, he was at the bottom of the steps, and she was on the top of the step. Uh, um, the escalator. And when she saw him, she began to, she called his name and she said, I, I've been wanting to, to, to meet you and uh, um, I'm, uh, uh, um, act to ask you for, for healing. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. That this young boy had, amen, and um, she took this boy to um, um, one of A. Allen uh, um, crusades in um, in 1959, to, um, she was living in Tennessee, and she took him to Alabama, and this boy had about um, 26 different major um, death-threatening diseases. Um, when she went there, she it was it was she was there for the entire week, um, and attending the services, doing no time the way, gave them prayer cards, but up to towards the end, I think it was the last day. She had not received a prayer card, um, and she had been been there hoping that she was going to receive a prayer card to have a, uh, the evangelist pray for her son. Um, and so um, that day she had her last $20, um, and all she needed to do was to put gas in her car. So she went to one of the helpers, Aaron um, W. Schumbach, he was uh, one of those that were helping um, a. Allen, and she told him that she had a last, and she was hoping that she was going to receive a prayer card, but she um, had not received it, and now she all she had was the last twenty dollars that she had to put gas in her car to go home, and um, if she didn't have a, a name call or true revelation, she was going to go back. So, um, Shambach told her that if um, she did not receive a prayer card. And A. Allen does not call her. Uh, uh, then he will go in to talk to the, um, take the baby to his um, special, his um, his room in, in order for him to pray for the child. During the service, A. Allen began to minister. And just before he ministered, he challenged the people to give a seed faith. He challenged them to give a gift and trust God, to believe God for a miracle. And as he challenged them to give, he said, give, um, and, you know, whatever the Lord put on your heart, but give, believing, and claiming that miracle, um, name that seed concerning whatever miracle that you are believing God for. Aaron David Shabbat said he saw the woman walking through the, uh, uh, um, the, 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 to the front to give, and when he, he was on the uh, um, platform, and he saw that she put in the offering basket $20, and he knew that was her last because she had already mentioned to him before 
that that was her last that he gave, um, she gave. And so after the offering, the pray for the offering and everything, and A. Allen was about to, to minister and to um, begin to pray for the people, and the woman did not receive a prayer card. And so as A. Allen came up to begin to pray, all of a sudden, he began to experience a vision. He began to see a vision. He began to, as he was seeing the vision, he was saying it out. And he began to say that, I, I see um, a hospital room. I see a lot of people wearing white garments. Um, and these are, these are doctors. They are standing around in a room over this baby. And they are claiming and call, calling the different um, uh, um, illnesses that the baby have. And he began to name them. And the name, he said, oh, the baby have 26 different illnesses. And the doctors have said that this baby was not going to live, um, even leave the hospital. But I see him leaving the hospital. And then the doctor said that the baby was not going to live through his one-year birthday. But then also he said, I see the, the mother putting the baby in a, a, a car and driving, coming um, from Tennessee. And, you know, he began to... To describe the vision, and as he described the vision, he said, "I see her park, and I see her coming into the auditorium." And then he said, "Oh, the the, the lady is here." And then he pointed out to the woman who had a baby, and he said, "Woman, this you are the one who had the baby with a um, heart on the baby had on her heart." And he called her out, and when he called her out, the woman came. The baby was deaf. The baby could not see. The baby had a, a, a fracture in the skull. The baby tongue was hanging out. The baby bones. Um, um, there were a lot of primitive uh, um, things in the baby that did not was not functioning. The baby had never walked. He was three years old at the time. Um, he had never walked, and it was so difficult. And then he, he he began to talk to the woman, and she shared the story about the, her son. And then he asked her. He said. Do you believe that God is able to heal your child? And she said, yes. And he prayed a prayer over as he prayed, began to pray, the tongue of the baby went back in, his mouth, his eyes opened, his, he began to hear. And um, as A. Allen was praying, he put the baby down and the baby ran to his mother and the baby was completely healed. Um, when the woman went home, she took the baby back to the hospital and they examined the baby, and the baby, the, the doctors uh, uh, wrote a clean bit that the baby, all of his illnesses was completely gone because of the power of the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, uh, uh, church, we can believe God and we can trust God that God is able to make a difference in our lives. Have, have a seat, I'm sorry. Amen. God is able to make a difference in our lives. And God is able to change the circumstances and the situations that we face. Amen. God is a good God. And God loves us. And God wants to do good to us. Amen. Jesus intended that the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom and the healing of the sick should become normal in our lives. Jesus intended that we will experience the power of God in our lives as we share the gospel, that healing the sick and ministering to people who are hurting will become a normal activity 
in our lives. Jesus desire that we do not compartmentalize our lives as believers. That as believers, we need to live our lives in such a way that we know that every day of the week, we are in, uh, um, ready in believing God and trusting God that God will work a miracle in our lives. Amen? It is so important for us as believers to trust us a few. Amen? And, and when Matthew wrote um, his gospel, Matthew treated the, the miracles of Jesus as normal activities. And he realized that just like Jesus demonstrated salvation, love, and compassion, we too as believers can do the same by allowing God to work in and through us and to minister life in us. Jesus desires for us to experience all that God wants us to do. And the gospel of the kingdom is to share the love of God and to bring healing and deliverance to people who do not know Him. Amen? And we can trust God as we, we uh, uh, um, allow Him to do. The Bible tells us that the message that Jesus preached was the same message that John the Baptist preached, and that was the message of repentance. Amen. Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And the message of repentance uh, encompasses a surrender to God. That means we need to give our hearts to God. We need to uh, allow, uh, uh, come to God with full surrender, full disclosure. Amen. Biblical repentance means hearing the call to salvation. Hearing God's call to be saved. And renouncing our sins and turning away from sin to serve God. To serve Him in true holiness and in dedication. It also means to submit ourselves to Christ. It means to submit ourselves to the Word of God. To walk in obedience to God. To walk yielding to God and to the teaching of His words. Repentance also means a willingness to uh, allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us and to allow God to work in our hearts. Uh, and, the, and the Bible lets us know that the Holy Spirit wants to carry us and lead us. And just like the Holy Spirit led Jesus, He wants to do the same. Just like He anointed Jesus, He wants to do the same in our lives. Just like He uh, poured out the, uh, uh, the power upon Jesus to heal the sick, he wants to do the same in our lives. And as we trust Him and yield our lives to Him, He can do the same to us. We can believe Him. Healing the sick and delivering the captives is criti uh, 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 critical to sharing the gospel. We cannot uh, be uh, uh, effective in sharing the gospel if we don't believe God to bring healing and deliverance to the people also. God wants us to do that, but we need to get out. Amen? You see, in order for us to experience people to come to Christ, we need to get out and tell them about Jesus. Amen? And it's very, very important for us to trust God, to allow God to work in and through us, to show forth His goodness. I read another story about A. Allen, about a woman who had a baby. A baby had a tumor, uh, um, tumor, uh, uh, and um, for for uh, 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 um, he had this uh, 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 disease, 
where the, the tumor was so big and he on his neck that he began the, the baby head began to grow bigger and bigger. And and she took the baby to his um his meeting and as he prayed the the nothing seems to happen right there and then. But when the woman went home, um, she watched the baby um, head begin to shrink. And the baby came back to normal and began to, to, to operate. Um, it is so important for us to believe and step out to trust God, to allow God to work in and through us. Amen. You see, the Bible tells us we can apply these principles of, of, of the harvest being plentiful into our lives. And, and there are several things that we see in this passage that Jesus taught his disciples. He, he shared with them concerning how to minister to the sick. He shared with them how to live their lives. And then he gave them the power to be able to do the same. And when you read this passage and you, you go back into the context of it, you will see how Jesus did that. In uh, uh, um, Matthew chapter 4 verse 23, the Bible says, And Jesus went about all the cities of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every kind of sickness and every kind of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all the sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptic, and paralytic. And he healed them. And great multitude, great multitude followed him from Galilee and from the Decapolis, from Jerusalem and beyond Jordan. What the Bible is telling us here is that Jesus went on an itinerary ministry, uh, 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 ministering to people, healing the sick. They brought people to him and he never turned any one of them around. He shared the gospel, he commanded them to repent. But then he healed the sick and provided for them. And that's the same thing that Jesus wants us to do. That's the same thing that he wants us to do. When you look in the Bible, in Matthew, you will find out that in Matthew chapter 5 and chapter 7, Jesus shared concerning the characteristics that we need to have, how we need to live, what we need to do, what kind of behavior as believers we need to have. But Jesus also taught the disciples how to heal the sick, how to raise the dead, how to cast out devils, how to, to cleanse the lepers. He ministered to them, he showed them by precepts and by examples concerning the importance of ministering to people. And how did he do it? He prepared them. You see, we need to be prepared to experience all that God wants us to experience. We need to allow God and learn from the Master how he took, he took his disciples around and ministered unto them. The Bible tells us if you look at Matthew chapter 8, Jesus shared with the disciples concerning uh, uh, um, letting the, 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 the uh, man with the leprosy who came to Jesus and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus stretched forth his hand and healed him, letting him know and letting all of us know that it is the will of God for us to be healed. Jesus let every one of us know by cleansing the leper 
that it is the will of God for us to be healed. Jesus let all of us know that our faith can be honored by honoring the faith of the centurion and you know by and healing his paralyzed servant. Jesus let us know that it is the will of God and the, the plan of God for he, us to be healed and delivered by healing Peter's mother-in-law. And then the Bible says when the evening came, they brought all the sick people to Jesus in that area and he healed them and cast out the spirit. And Matthew said it this way. He said that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet that Jesus himself took our infirmity and bore our sicknesses. Jesus ministered to people because he was fulfilling the prophetic word that God has spoken over his life. And that same prophetic word is in our lives today that he has given us the commission to go and minister to those who are sick and to heal them and to allow them to experience all of the, the things. When you look at the people and you read the stories of these people who were healed and delivered, you realize that these people were normal people. They were real people. They were people with needs. And Jesus ministered unto them. There were people who had needs. There were people who were believing God for a breakthrough in their lives. And Jesus met them at the point of their need. Amen. Jesus also taught the disciples the course of discipleship. He said, if anyone would follow me, he need to deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me. And he taught, 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 taught them by, by, by letting them know that when, when he speak a word, um, when they were on the uh, um, Sea of Galilee and there was a raging sea um, trying to capsize the, the, the boat, he, he got up after they woke him up and he said, peace be still to the sea, showing them that he had power over nature and show them that they do not have to be afraid. When God speak a word over your life and God declare a thing over your life, you can believe and trust God that God is able to bring it to pass. Jesus showed them that it is the, the will of God and the power of God to bring deliverance when he delivered those men that were demon-possessed. The Bible says they had legions of demons in there. Jesus was able to cast out those demons and deliver this, this, this man. And the Bible says they were in their right mind after they were delivered. Jesus was showing the disciples that as you go, you can believe God and trust God that God can work in your life to bring healing and deliverance to people. And if you are sick right now, I'm here to let you know that Jesus is here also. To heal you of whatever sickness and whatever disease that you have. God wants to touch your life. Jesus showed his disciples by precepts and by examples. The way to operate and the way to share the gospel. And the way to share the gospel is but to believe God. To go and then trust God for the authority that God has given you. To heal the sick. To raise the dead. To cast out devils. To cleanse the lepers. And to freely, as God has given you the authority to heal the sick, freely you gave. Amen. Jesus was faithful to show the disciples by precept and example. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 9 that Jesus uh, ministered to the woman who had the issue of blood for 12 years. She was suffering. She was bleeding. 
And the Bible says she heard about Jesus. She went in the presence. She touched Jesus. And power came out of Jesus and healed her. Um, Jesus also raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. I mean, this girl was, was 12 years old and she had died. And Jesus raised her up. And even when Jairus, the people from Jairus' house came and said, Don't bother the master anymore. Jesus said, Just believe. All things are possible to those who believe. Amen? And Jesus is saying to us the same way. All of these things were done based on his love and his compassion. And when you come to Matthew chapter 36, the Bible says when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. I pray that the heart of Jesus will break our hearts also. It will cause us to be moved with compassion in preparing ourselves, getting ourselves ready to be able to share this gospel. Uh, um, Dr. Lester Sommer sh uh, shared a story about his mother. Um, when he was a boy, his mother had breast cancer and was doing uh, uh, the, um, in the 19, 1918, 20, right after World War I. And during that time, medical science did not have all of the different um, anesthetic uh, or pain medicine that they had. And so this woman had a or breast cancer, and she had a, a soul uh, um, on her breast that was like a, a dollar, a dollar, a silver dollar. Um, and she was in excruciating pain. Um, every day she couldn't sleep. Day and night she would cry out to God and, and cry herself to sleep. And so one night she decided that she was going to just spend time praying and seeking the face of God. And she prayed throughout the night crying out to God and asking God for intervention, for his intervention in her life. As she prayed towards the early morning, she fell asleep. And when she fell asleep, she, she dreamed that Jesus came into her room and touched her on the chest. And she was totally healed. When she got up, she shared a dream with her husband, let's um, assume her father, and um, after uh, uh, a while, she went about doing her different things. And she had forgotten about the dream and forgotten about his faith and trusting God that God can touch their lives. Or saying of faith. He said one time he was coming from the airport. Actually, he was, he was flying. And another lady was coming uh, uh, um, from... from, from um, the airport, I mean, she was arriving. And when she saw him, he was at the bottom of the steps and she was on the top of the step, uh, um, the escalator. And when she saw him, she began to, she called his name and she said, I've, I've been wanting to, to, to meet you and uh, um, um, uh, uh, um, act to ask you for, for healing. And he said to her, he said, there is no distance with God. As I'm coming up and you are coming down, just believe God and release your faith. And as we pass one another, I will reach out my hand to touch you and uh, uh, um, to believe God that God will heal you. He said as he passed the woman, he just had a few minutes to pray. And all he said, Lord, touch her. And by the time he passed, because the escalator was passing one another, he passed her. By the time she reached down, when he reached on the top of the elevator, the woman was jumping up and screaming that she was completely healed. 
God has already empowered us. We can claim the promises of God in our lives. We can trust Him. Jesus gave us the authority and that authority that He gave us to experience the power of God is the same authority that He experienced. It is the same anointing that is upon His life. The Bible tells us that in, the Bible, in Luke chapter 8, I mean 4 verse 18, He says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to heal, uh, 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 to, 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 to deliver the captives, to, recover, to preach recovery of sight to the blind, to preach the gospel to the poor, to set at liberty those that are bruised. The Holy Spirit came upon Jesus and caused Jesus to do what he did. Jesus said in John chapter 14, he said, I will pray to the Father. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. So please write or email us at Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. It is 305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309 or admin at com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services. On Sunday at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service. On Wednesday night, our Bible study at 8 p.m. And Friday at 8 p.m., our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you. God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm-hmm.